wind blowing toward right field. If Alex could find something to pull, get it in the air, he would get some help. Familia's next pitch. Belted to deep center. Back goes Lagares. And gone, Alex Gordon. And comes the pitch. Broken bat, one hopper to third. And over to first in time. Runner going to try to score. Wild throw. Hosmer gambling that he could dash home on the throw to first base. And the Royals have tied the game. For the very best in baseball, this is the place you want to be. Let's get it going. This is the Locked On Royals podcast on the Locked On Podcast Network, your teams every day. On today's show, we'll recap last weekend for the Kansas City Royals and also preview what's ahead this week for your Kansas City Royals. Let's take it all the way back to Friday, February 21st, when spring training got underway. The Royals played actual baseball. The Royals Loss to the Rangers 5-4, but the losses and wins don't really matter this time of year. Let's start with the lineup. Jorge Soler hit a massive home run. He does what Jorge Soler does. Brian uh, Ryan O'Hearn hit another home run to go along with that. That was very good to see those two guys break out with the power to start out spring training. Uh, of, co- of course, O'Hearn is battling for that first base spot along with Ryan McBroom, who got the start on Friday. O'Hearn came in later to pinch hit for Salvador Perez, who was DHing on Friday. So those were the two standout guys for Friday. It was Soler and, and, and O'Hearn, both going yard, having a good breakout Friday. But Khalil Lee went one for two with an RBI. He had a very solid game in the field. Khalil Lee's an interesting prospect, and I was asked on Twitter, is he a top prospect? And I want to touch on that for a second as I as I answered the guy on Twitter. You know, top prospect is pretty subjective. Uh, it's hard to get prospects to the big leagues and make them stick. So some people consider if you're an everyday player, you you've you're a top prospect if you can project to be an everyday player. And then some people say you can only be a top prospect if you if you project to be an all-star or even a superstar. Uh, so but so for clearly I, I project him to be an everyday player. I think that he has the talent the potential, the speed, the ability to be an everyday outfielder for somebody. Hopefully for the Kansas City Royals, especially whenever you look at beyond this year, you're probably going to lose Whit Merrifield on the trade market at some point before next opening day. Probably going to lose Alex Gordon to retirement before next opening day. That's two outfield spots that you're going to open up. So hopefully Khalil Lee can be ready next year for the Kansas City Royals. But I still believe in this guy. I think that you know the injury history... He broke his hand this offseason. He's back. He's healthy. I think that he'll be a solid piece for the Royals, and we'll see him in Kansas City this year. I think at some point, whether it be September or a little bit before that, we'll see Khalil Lee in Kansas City. So, of course, as I mentioned, Soto Perez was back in the lineup. Uh, not much doing, of course. You only get a, a, a bat or two in spring training, especially the first day of spring training. But it was good to see him back playing baseball after Coming off Tommy John surgery, still hasn't caught yet, but you know we don't want to rush this thing. Uh, Raul uh, Aboto Mondesi is not back in the lineup yet for the Kansas City Royals. Has not played uh, either of their two spring training games just yet, and that's about all for the lineup for Friday. Moving on to the pitching staff on Friday, Jorge Lopez is a guy who's been 
very much criticized by Kansas City Royals fans. A lot of people, even this offseason, have wondered and asked me, is he going to make it? Is he going to be a guy that is a solid pitcher in the big leagues, or are the Royals going to part ways with him after the year, and he's going to be another disappointment, another lost cause? But Jorge Lopez came out, and again, it's just the first game of spring training, but he pitched two innings, only gave up one hit and struck out a batter. He looked really good by all accounts of people who were there actually watching it. He sounded good on the radio, but you know you can never tell a lot on the radio. But by all accounts of people who were actually there and surprised watching this game, he looked really good. Stephen Woods Jr. looked incredible. You know, one inning, one strikeout, one, two, three. You know, he looked really good. He's, of course, the Rule 5 pick for the Royals, so he will be on this roster no matter what happens. He will stay on the roster. If they do elect to send him down and not keep him on the 26-man roster, he will be returned to Tampa Bay. So Woods is a guy that they look at and they obviously like. You do not spend a, a Rule 5 draft on anybody if you don't like him. And Woods got the job done in his first outing. Trevor Rosenthal won an inning, two strikeouts, one, two, three. Beautiful inning from him. And even Josh Stomont, who's a guy that gets lost in the shuffle by Royals fans. Some Royals fans have even given up on him or even forgot him completely. He won a clean inning with three straight strikeouts. I mean, beautiful inning, sitting at around 100 miles per hour. If he can figure out that control and he can do this consistently of going one, two, three with three strikeouts, man, that, that would be awesome for this bullpen that's going to struggle. It's going to struggle a ton, as you saw in this game. I mean, Scoglund gave up three runs. Chance Adams gave up two runs, and, and then they blew the game. So, tough luck on the first game, but overall there were still a lot of bright spots. Again, Solaire, O'Hearn picking up where they left off for Solaire, and then for O'Hearn, really trying to get a, a edge in that first base battle. Uh, very good job by both those in, in the lineup. Khalil Lee had a nice day, and then on the bump, you had Lopez Woods Jr., and Trevor Rosenthal, along with Josh Stomont, impressing a ton. So Saturday got rained out. Saturday was supposed to be against the Angels, as I mentioned on Friday. Supposed to be against the Angels on TV. It got rained out. So Brady Singer got pushed back to Sunday. Sadly, he went from being on TV Saturday to not on TV Sunday due to the rain. But he did take the bump, pitched one inning with two strikeouts, one, two, three, by all videos that came out and leaked from this game, because again, it was on TV, so you're kind of just relying on beat writers and, and other people to take video of his of his outing, he looked incredible. I mean, he looked really good. He lived up to the hype. Uh, the people, you know, the guys on the radio, you know, Fizz and all them were, were hyping him up and, you know, saying how good he looked. And I believe it. I mean, one, two, three inning, two strikeouts. He looked awesome. He's going to start on Wednesday. So Brady Singer will get the start on Wednesday against the Cubs. And then Foster Griffin will start at home against the White Sox in Surprise. If you are in Arizona for spring training, you might want to consider leaving Surprise and going up and seeing Brady Singer get the start on Wednesday. But he looked phenomenal. Kyle Zimmer also got into the contest. Could only go a half inning, giving up two runs on two hits. Not the best outing for him. Jesse Hahn, a guy who was I was really high on, had a, had a bad day on the hill. Jackson Coart. Sounded like he ran into tough luck, and, and no one's really down on him or or, or thinking that it was a bad outing, so it, I'm pretty sure that, that it was depicted accurately because he only went a, a half of an inning, gave up two hits, three runs, two earned runs, and a walk. Uh, the home run that he gave up is obviously not bad luck. I mean, he just gave up a bad pitch, but it sounded like some of, that, some of, these, uh, some of these runs were earned in a sense, but... Just running into bad luck for 
for Jackson Coart. No reason to panic again, even if he did look awful. It's only his first time out in spring training, so he'll get it back under control. Uh, Kevin McCarthy, another guy who I was high on in the bullpen preview last week, went out and gave up three hits, two runs, and a walk in his one inning yesterday. Uh, So really yesterday, the only two guys that looked good was Brady Singer and Blewett. I mean, Blewett went two innings with no hits, no runs, no walks, and one strikeout. And we've already raved about Brady Singer. So in the lineup for yesterday... You know, you had pretty much all the regulars. You had Merrifield, Dozier, Perez, Soler, Franco, O'Hearn getting the start at first base out, You know, after Broom got the start on Friday. Uh, Star, uh, Bubba Starling was in center field, which is not, you know, of course, going to be a regular. But Bubba Starling went one for two with a home run. Looked really good out there. Uh, so I'm hoping that he can take that next step in his career and really become uh, the true bench bat for this team uh, in the outfield, as I mentioned on the outfield preview. Uh, it's time for him to make that next leap and be in every, be a consistent bench bat for the Royals and, and be able to give guys get days off and, and be able to stay in the big leagues. Uh, but then, you know, of course, no catcher spot, no Perez there because Perez was DHing. And then you had Nicky Lopez for the first time this spring in the lineup. He went 0 for 1 with a walk. Nicky Lopez looks jacked. He almost sent one out of the whole ballpark, but it wrapped around foul. So, it, you know, of course, didn't count. But he he looks jacked, and he looks ready to go. He sent a long home run over the stadium uh, in the inter-squad game on Thursday. So it's he's been very impressive. He's been very impressive this spring, and I hope that, that continues. So today for the Royals, we'll preview that after the break. So today the Royals are back in Surprise, Arizona, hosting the San Diego Padres. Brad Keller will be on the mound. Many think that he'll be the opening day starter, uh, so he's on the bump today. Uh, looking for a good outing from him, obviously. He's only going to go about an inning, maybe two. Uh, your lineup for today is going to be Khalil Lee, who's batting 500 this spring with an RBI and a stolen base. And then a lot of the guys who are not regular. Salvador Perez will be his first time in the field. He'll be playing first base today. Uh, Jorge Soler will be DHing. Bubba Starling, center field. Cam Gallagher catching. Brett Phillips in right field. Those are... All guys you can expect to be on the on the opening day roster. And then from there you have uh, Kevin Gutierrez, Matt Reynolds, uh, Eric Mejia. I mean, those guys are not playing various positions. So kind of a, a hodgepodge of, of regulars and, and a hodgepodge of guys who you do not expect to make it to the bigs. For the Padres, you're going to get to go up against, against Fernando Tatis Jr., who's, of course, their stud shortstop. Eric Hosmer, Manny Machado, both in the lineup. Jackson Profar in the lineup. They're, they're kind of putting out the same thing. A lot of their top guys are coming out. Of course, Eric Cosmer, Mike Machado, Mike, Manny Machado, and Fernando Tatis Jr. are all going to be in the lineup. And then from there, they can just throw it all together. Uh, but it'll be cool to see Eric Cosmer back in Surprise, Arizona, where he spent so much time in his career, as you all know. Outside of Brad Keller on the mound today, we should get a look at Greg Holland. He should be up there. It looks like Stomont and Woods are available again on the lineup card. And then Chance Adams is back available today. You know, but really Holland's gonna be the big one. How does he look? Because Trevor Rosenthal, you know, another project bullpen guy who we discussed on the bullpen preview, he looked he looked back to normal underneath uh Mike Matheny. He came out there. We already talked about it, went one, two, three, couple strikeouts. He looked really good. Uh, can can Greg Holland match that? Not that they're in direct competition, but there are so many bullpen spots to go around. You've got, you've got to step up if you're Greg Holland and, and Trevor Rosenthal, really. So let's set the table for this week. Of course, you can probably tell by my voice I'm 
I'm pretty sick right now, so hopefully this will pass as the week goes on. Uh, but today, got the Padres at 205. We already previewed that game. We'll be, we'll be back tomorrow to discuss that game. But just to set the table for the week so that you guys know, the Rangers and Royals get together again on the February 25th Tuesday game. That'll be at, tw- at 205 with uh, Jorge Lopez on the mound again, uh, starting against the Rangers. That game on radio only. Of course, it'll be on MLB.com. And then on Wednesday, a split squad game. You have the Royals hosting the White Sox and then the Royals traveling to the Cubs. The game against the Cubs will be on TV, so Brady Singer's start will be televised. And then the game against the White Sox will be radio only. Thursday against the Brewers at at 2.05. It will be televised on Fox Sports Kansas City against the Brewers. And then Friday... They'll host the Giants and surprise Arizona, and that will be radio only at 2.05. So a lot of baseball coming up, a lot to talk about. Let me know what what your impressions were from the first weekend of spring training. Let me know what your impressions were from today's game against the Padres. So we can talk and discuss that on tomorrow's show. Be good and be good to one another. This has been the Lockdown Rolls Podcast on the Lockdown Podcast Network, your teams every day.